0: Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Pen Addict Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analogue tools you love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined, as always, by the Pen Addict himself, the most intrepid of all explorers that traverse the aisles of stationary stores across the globe, Mr. Brad Dowdy.
1: (laughs) Hello, Mike. How are you? Saving that one up. That was a good one. And you know, I... See, you are—you've already got me sidetracked. I—I'm—I'm I'm the worst. I have—I'm like short attention span theater over here. You—you um, you, you know, uh, traversing the aisles of the stationary stores, right? Well, I got an email about um, a post and a and an episode we did. I don't know, a long time ago about um, how disappointed I am in the stores, you know, that there's no new products. I mean, I got like a thousand word email today from a listener saying, you know, thanks for doing that episode. I feel the same way. So anyway, I totally, I totally hijacked our show the very first uh, sentence out of the way. But it, it's funny how things like that stick around and, you know, kind of become truths. Um, and, uh, you know, it was good to hear from a listener that kind of feels the same way. So anyway, now that I've I've totally blown us off track right out the gate. So how's it going?
0: Very well, very well indeed. Um, welcome back to us.
1: Yeah, you could. Uh, I figured you were going to drop a, a sick boy reference in there, or, or something like that.
0: It wasn't your fault. But
1: uh, I know it was. It was. A, it was a rough week at the uh, the Penatic household. I think uh, my kids, uh, between the two of them, I think all, they only went to school together one day all week last week. It was a rough week, so. Glad that is out of everyone's system, and uh, we are back on track, and I, I missed talking to you last week. I was, I've was i been anxious to uh, get today's episode uh, underway, so I could talk to you, and we could talk pins again.
0: Yeah, so we had a topic, but we've both got so much follow-up that we're probably going to do an entire, entirely follow-up episode, because we've got so yeah. much to talk about, and we've both... In our little Google Drive document that we have, we both put in pretty cryptic notes. So it seems like there's going to be a lot of surprises for for each of us today.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was totally ready to record last Tuesday. I had a whole episode planned out. I mean, you saw you saw the document. I had links and notes and articles and everything. I had a whole, yep. a whole episode planned out. But if we tried to catch up from what we missed last week and try to fulfill um that episode and do it justice we'd be here for about an hour and a half and yeah i don't think we can swing that so um, we'll uh we'll do what we do best and just uh roll with it and uh, i i'm looking forward to the the topics we are going to cover and we will we will uh cover the the episode uh, that I already had planned out here in the coming weeks so it's not going anywhere
0: yeah it looked like a good one so
1: we'll we'll get back to that at some point mm-hmm.
0: so do you want to kick off today
1: yeah sure Sure. I want to I talk about one thing, which is a follow-up from our, our pen cleaning episode that we did not too long ago. And I have really gotten the hang of cleaning out fountain pens with the aspirator, um, use, using the pressure of the aspirator, filling it with water, um, cleaning out the nib, cleaning out the section, Um when that's all cleaned and rinsed, um, using the aspirator to blow air through it again, you know, just pressurizing that air, knocking it through. And what I've found is when I've tried to, been doing some of the ink reviews from all the ink samples I have with my Twisby Mini, I can, I'm getting like when – when I'm focused and doing it just straight in a row, I can do like three ink reviews in an hour. That's starting with a clean pen, filling it – syringe filling it with one of the ink samples – that I want to test, playing around with it, writing an ink review, then dumping the ink back into the vial, which I had never done before. We had done that episode, and everyone, a lot of people recommended that. Um, Sydney sent that in his video, you know, about dumping the ink back in the vial, cleaning the barrel, cleaning the nib, and drying it out and loading up a new ink in about 10 or 12 minutes, and I'm off writing another... another ink review and yeah I'm getting I could do like three ink reviews in an hour where before I was too chicken to even try more than one a day like I would do do an ink review clean out my pen and just let it sit there either soaking overnight or drying overnight and just being real chicken to to swap out inks and I, I had no issues at all I feel like I've uh I've found that groove now I feel like I'm a pro I'm a professional pen cleaner so I can uh I can knock them out now I feel pretty good about that
0: So, I've also been um, trying out some new ink stuff, been changing some cartridges and stuff, going through some of the J. J. Rob Mel inks, um, (laughs) as I believe it has to be pronounced, Uh, and I've been just blowing into the, like the back of Mm -hmm. the nib, like where the ink goes, like uh, Sydney told us we should, and that has really helped with me, for me too, so... And that's definitely, I agree with that, that adding air pressure definitely seems to be the key. Yes,
1: yeah, so I'm adding water pressure, adding air pressure, yeah. and um, stop being so, um, you know, tentative while I'm I'm doing it. You know, just force it through there, get it done, and, you know, not worry about, you know, did the slightest shade of ink remain, you know, in the nib? Because I, I kept wondering if I was going to see, um, you know, see... Discoloration in, in the new ink samples from old ink being in there, and it was almost no problem whatsoever.
0: So you've published a few of your um, ink reviews now, haven't you? How are you? How are you finding it overall?
1: I'm um, pretty good. I'm I'm still not sold on the style and format that I'm doing, but I I haven't figured anything else out yet. Um, I definitely I love the Twisby Mini for an ink reviewing pen. I think it does really good at showing off the ink properties um, then as soon as I settle on that, you know, everyone wants to know, well, how does it write in the, in the extra fine nibs that you, you know, always write with, you know, can you do a sample of that? And that's when you get into a real juggling act and act and trying to do a review that can end up really taking a lot of time and a lot of effort. And, you know, so I'm, you know, there's a, there's a break even point, you know, where I just kind of, I have to stop it somewhere. So it's one of those things where I can maybe follow up down the line with different nib sizes on the some of the same colors and, and things like that. And what that might be is, you know, when I decide out of these ink samples, if I decide to purchase one or two bottles, then maybe I follow up do and I'm able to do, you know, a wider range of nibs and do testing like that. Yeah, because can... actually the, the ink samples aren't aren't very large and you go through the ink pretty quick.
0: You can kind of use this as a qualify like qualification. Um, sort of criteria, and, and then if it, if you're happy with it, then you go on and purchase for actual
1: use. Exactly. Know? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. <laughs> and the first two that I did, I did the Noodler's 54th Massachusetts, and I did the Pilot Oro Shizuku Konpeki, and <laughs> it's bad that I did those two first because I really like both of them. <laughs> you know, I'm like, man, this is going to end up costing me a lot of money in, in ink bottles because I could see... Using both of those inks on a daily basis, they're really good. So, um, but I, you know, I've got some other ones upcoming that you know I like the ink; they reviewed well, but they're not inks that I would use on a daily basis. But they're still pretty cool, and I'm still going to review them and, and post about them because they're, you know, there's so many. Uh, a lot of the inks, especially in the noodler, noodlers that I'm finding, have so many different properties in, you know, in in waterproofness and pigmentation and. Um, you know, all all kinds of different different aspects of the inks. So there's there's definitely a lot to go through, a lot to talk about there.
0: No doubt. Yeah, it's in, it's a new it's a new uh, new place for you to go. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm still feeling it out, and I I t- it, it's really fun. I, I I enjoy messing around with these inks and you know trying different things that I've never had a chance to try. Um. But as far as you know, the presentation on the blog, doing a review, um, I think there's still some work to be done for, for me there. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Did you say that you'd posted the uh, – oh, I can't say it.
1: Uroshizuku. Ir- Did I not post that one maybe You haven't posted that one yet. If not, it's upcoming. I yeah. must have po- posted the Roar and Klingner Alt Goldgrun. <laughs> Is that the one I published? Nope. I'm not looking at <laughs>
0: You've published, you've published uh, Noodlers and tea tam and Titam? No, um, that might be quite old. No, you've fifty no, fourth the Massachusetts, fifty fourth Massachusetts, and the mm-hmm. Jebanginouage.
1: Yeah, so I haven't posted a third one.
0: Don't think so. Not not that your site search is telling me. <laughs>
1: See, I wasn't. My kids weren't the only one that was sick uh, if I look at last your week.
0: Ink review category.
1: Oh uh, well, hey, I, I don't know if I'd trust that because I'm a horrible, horrible no, uh, category error and tagger.
0: I did a site um, search for ink review, mm-hmm. and that, that was what it gave me. So
1: let me see. It's bugging me now. You could be. You could very well be right. But I thought I'd posted two of the first three that I did. But oh, I think you're right, Michael. Well, those are the ink reviews. you yeah. <laughs> have <laughs> to look forward to <laughs> giving the game away. Well, no, I I, I posted a, a picture on Flickr of the first three that I did, which which were those three that I just mentioned. Right. Um, just kind of a quick sample. So those those are no secret that those are the first three. I just haven't gone live with the other one. So I'll do one of the I'll do one of the other two this week. I'll do the Oro Shizuku later this week and do the Alt Goldgrun um oh. next week. Those so, were I, I did those three first because those were the most when I put out a call for ink samples. You know what did everyone want to? What was everyone's favorites? I think those were probably the three most popular. Okay. So uh, I wanted to get uh, I wanted to try them out for myself, and um, I'm pretty happy with all three. They have some uh, really unique properties. So, yep, I will uh, look for those reviews soon. I guess. <laughs> so we're going to get back to
0: ink a little bit later on in the show today. Okay, so I have something ink related that I want to talk about. But do you remember Brad, many moons ago now, I made a JetPens order. Yes. Well, yes. that that order came in um
1: and I have I have something like a month it was like a month ago by now. Huh? I ordered I
0: made the order on the 18th of January, so it was a month ago. Yeah. So, would you like to know what I bought? Absolutely. So, one thing was I bought a clip for my Fisher Space Pen. Okay. Um, because I have the, uh, I like
1: those. You go. Yeah, no, I like those. There's a couple of pins where you can order clips separately. the The Fisher Space Pen for one, in the the Kawiko Sport line for the regular sports classics and the AL Sports. I like the Fisher Space Pen clip. Uh, I think does a better job. Just my opinion. And plus, it 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 fits on other pins. I believe you will have to test that out for yourself. If okay. you ever have a finding yourself. Uh, a clipless pin, um, since it's a pretty general size. Someone mentioned that to me along the way over over the years, that and I never tried it out for myself. That um, that Fisher Space pen Clip will actually work on a couple other different pins.
0: Hmm, good to know. So, uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, it works
1: great. It's
0: just exactly what it needed it to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't got too much else to say on
1: it, but I ordered it. Uh, well, what? I like ha- I like I do like I'll, I will say I do like having a clip on that small of a pin because it'll get yes. away from you in a pocket. So
0: exactly. Plus. Because it's perfectly circular, you put it down and it just rolls away. So, Yep. I like it for that. So I bought the uh, pen mascot of the show.
1: (laughs) Do you know what this is? Yeah. uh, uh, Not exactly.
0: I bought a Platinum Time fountain pen. (laughs) Oh, look at you. I bought one. Um, I went for the khaki green. It's a nice color.
1: That you know, if you were going to buy one, I I I would have bet money that would have been the color. That's a good looking one. It's
0: nice, looks good. Medium nib. Okay. So my impressions are as follows: it is it comes in a very nice box, and it is the pen is built very well. It is weighted very well. Um, it's got an excellent weight to it. The clip has one of those satisfying clicks. Let's see if you can hear this. Mm-hmm. So it's got a very nice satisfying click to it. It's a medium nib, as I mentioned, but it's definitely not a European medium, which I don't understand why. Um, okay. And if they say it is, I would be very surprised because this this line is much finer than my Lamy lines, which is a weird <laughs> phrase. <laughs> that sounds very strange. Um, and in all honesty, it's okay. It's definitely not worth
1: $30. Okay. So... Let's do a, a little comparison from some other pens I know you have. So between this pen and your two lamis, your Safari and your AL Sport, what is your thoughts comparing, say, those three pens? What are your pros and cons, and what do you like and dislike?
0: I find the build quality of the platinum to be much higher. Um, mm-hmm. And so the actual build quality of the pen is, is good, and it looks really nice, and it looks quite classic um you know and, and the lamies look good
1: but they're plastic right this is not sure well the uh, al is aluminum but still same general design but the even, plastic grip.
0: Yeah, even the aluminum kind of feels like cold plastic like then it's not very thick you know it's i very, really
1: agree it,
0: yes. it, it doesn't really add a lot to it
1: it's not substantial
0: it's i've just read on the on the page that the body is crafted from
1: brass Okay, yeah, that makes a big difference.
0: So it's it's ve- this, is, this is what annoys me the most. I think is that it's very nice. It's just not comfortable to use the pen. I found I find the nib to be inconsistent and quite scratchy, and actually takes a bit of force to lay a consistent line. And I don't like to. I don't like to force fountain pens. Do you know what I mean? Like you feel. I feel like you have to really press to get a good line.
1: Yeah, that should actually be the last thing you you'd. you'd... The last way you'd want to write with a fountain pen right I mean it exactly. shouldn't take that much effort
0: exactly and and I find that if you just let it glide across the page it's it's not a very comfortable or consistent experience, which is a shame i mean and also my, but my main my main issue with this is the cartridges that it takes mm-hmm. i don't know what cartridges they are they're longer cartridges that one came with it, but you know you have um I'm trying to think how to say this the the part that goes into the pen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The the actual right. like that that little sort of cuff yeah is longer than a standard cartridge. Hmm. So a standard cartridge I use in some of the J.E. Urban, I love saying mm-hmm. that now. Using some of their inks do not fit in this pen. Because they're too hmm. short so it won't pierce the ball. Yeah. And hmm, looking at yeah, looking at the page it seems like there are specific Platinum Preppy fountain pen inks.
1: Well, no, don't say don't say Platinum Preppy, that's different.
0: That's not what I meant to say, but for some reason yeah. they're in the
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. But I can't yeah, cuz I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the ink cartridges just on the the pen page. And I guess they do look a little bit longer without looking at them. And I I see the the ink cartridges as well. I mean, it kind of looks I'd have to, to go look and see. I don't have it in front of me. It looks a little bit like a Lamy. I think the Lamy's are a little bit longer in that in that direction. But yeah, I'm not sure. But that's interesting. Let me
0: see. I think I've got a Lamy cartridge here. Oh, let's get away from me, Brad. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to pop the ink cartridge out here. Let's see. Try not to. No, it's much longer. The platignum. Yeah. Wow. I say much, it's, it's, it's a tad. It, it's narrower. Well, for,
1: so it, well I mean, it's, yeah. In, in those dimensions, it's much longer. Yeah. When you're talking fractions of millimeters.
0: Yeah, it's, it's noticeably longer. So I don't okay. know if a standard cartridge would fit this.
1: Hmm. Interesting. And then it... That means that a converter is an issue, and I don't see the converter offered. So, yeah, you. Might. Hmm. I wonder if you're. Uh, we'll have to do a little bit of research and see if you're really uh, pigeonholed into using uh, proprietary um, cartridges.
0: Um, on the Jet Pens page, they've got they they list the Verde Mini Fountain Pen Converter, but again, I don't know if that would definitely fit it. But sure. they have spe- specific sorry specific Platinum Fountain Pen ink cartridges.
1: Yep, I see those. Well, that's too bad. I'm, I'm, that's too bad. The nib is 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 not up to snuff, and it's probably going to uh, prevent you from really, you know, getting a lot of use out of the pen.
0: I pro- it will probably go in the in the cup now. Yep. In all honesty, um, I bought a Zebra Four Color Pre Fill. Okay. Multi pen. Um, they had a special edition New York edition, which I purchased, which is now out of stock. Um, very. It just, it just looks nice. So I went for it and thought I would try it out. Um, it's very nice. I like it a lot. They have I have a pencil in it as well, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, I haven't really got too much of a um, opinion on it compared to say the the kalito. I feel that they both do the job very well.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I this one I actually did review this one and it is is actually live on the blog, <laughs> unlike my other pretend reviews that I was talking about earlier. Um, I was very happy with yeah. the way mine performed, and I did a little bit of a ranking because I get that all the time. You know, how does this pair, pen compare to this pen? Um, of the kind of the Japanese multi pen ranking, just how I felt, and I, the Calito is is far and away the best. But I put the prefill at number two. I was uh, I'm really happy with how it writes and. Which you would think it would not write any different than like well, I would at least hope like the Zebra Sarasa clip. Um, just a basic gel ink pen. But, you know, as I found with the Pentel Slissies or Sleeches, why they rank so low. They're my least favorite Japanese gel multi pen is because the pens do write differently than the standard um pentel Sleechy single cartridge pens. They they absolutely do and um it's it's too bad because it, it it was a good idea but um you know that's not a multi-pin that i recommend to anyone but I'd, i would definitely recommend this pre-fill I'm, I'm pretty happy with mine um and uh yeah they did a good job and, and like you say there's not too much to say about it it's an inexpensive pen. you can get a three three barrel or um three cartridge barrel four cartridge barrel and you know it's got some it's got some neat barrels like the one that you you did and there's some other limited edition ones and uh yeah, very good choice, good pen and I'm uh, pretty happy with it.
0: So the next one, this is every once in a while I peruse. This is the last item actually on this on this order. Mm-hmm. Um every once in a while I peruse like the new arrivals and stuff. And there was a fountain pen that caught my eye and I knew I had to buy it and it's called the AG Spalding and Brothers BRFT 220.
1: B R don't know that 2-2-0. one. Off the top of my hair. This thing is beautiful. Well, I have got some other AG spaldings in their killer. Okay, yeah.
0: It's maple wood orange body with um I just, let me see what metal it's metal it uses. It doesn't say, but it's like a silver um details so that mm-hmm. the the cap and the um where the nib rests and sort of the tip of the pen as well. This, yeah, it's I, like a I purely bought this as a statement pen. It just is beautiful,
1: and it, it in person it lives up to the beauty on the page because this oh. is one of my favorite looking pens ever. I missed they they made one with a uh, that was a black coated maple that I missed out on. Um, this would be my next choice. I think it's just. It, it's one of the best looking pins I've ever seen. Honestly,
0: I totally agree. You should buy it because it's fantastic. Okay. The, the um, it's not necessarily the most comfortable to hold. Like if you look at the second image, you'll see like that the grip area is just metal and it
1: has like a two levels to it. Yeah, there's a lot going on right where you grip it.
0: Get a good hold on it, and you're okay. You know, and I even at some points hold the wood area, mm-hmm. and it works. It's um, I've got the medium. Um, it's definitely a European medium. Um, it's very comfortable. The ink flow is fantastic. I haven't used it in a few days. Picked it up and I've got a J herbin ink in here and it's perfect. I really really like this pen a lot, um, and it would probably be one that I keep at home just because I I would like to just use it because I just and I like having it on my desk because. It's just fantastic looking. It's easily one of the best looking pens that I own.
1: Okay, I, th- I think uh, I think you've sold me on that because I've this is one I've had you know wish listed or kept an eye on for years and years and years and probably just the medium nib um, threw me off you know kind of you know turned me off I guess in, in the beginning but I've, I've really gotten over my my nib size phobia and I've come to pre- appreciate the wider nibs and the the variety they have a um, that you can get
0: they have a maple um mm-hmm. maple wood beige body as well
1: yeah see i actually ha- I have the roller ball uh the beige roller ball and then a solid silver roller ball like a torpedo looking pin but i don't have one of the fountain pens but i have like the i guess you could say the 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 sibling to the fountain pen and the roller ball which i don't even know if it's still available on jet pens but it's it's actually one of the oldest reviews on my blog it's probably like a early 2009 um or 2008 maybe review
0: this is one of the things that i love about you is i think i found something <laughs> random but not only have you reviewed it it's like on your list i just think that is just amazing you just know everything about this <laughs> stuff that you? you really like you, you just got it all down
1: <laughs> I definitely don't know everything I'm learning learning every day that's what so it's all about what
0: what one did you review did you review the fountain pen or
1: no it was a rollerball roller I've ball. never owned the AG Spalding fountain pen but there was a rollerball um and oh, yeah, like I said I don't even know you'll have to look on jetpins to see if it's even carried anymore um
0: I think they have the solid had, silver one
1: yeah I've I had that one and then I had the exact maple one there um yeah, I
0: found your review. The imagery is definitely a lot better now than it used to be. When was this? Oh my god,
1: it's tragic. I'm sure.
0: 2008. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's much better now. Yep. Looks like you're using a moleskin as well.
1: Yeah. I when I started the blog, I was the first thing that came to mind for me to do reviews was a reporter notebook because I didn't want um. I didn't want a standard bound notebook because I thought you taking pictures, you know, there would always be kind of a roll in the middle of the page. I could never get it to lay flat. And at the point I hadn't found a writing pad that laid flat that I enjoyed writing with like the dome paper or Rhodia. So I used the reporter style, you know, the flip top, um, moleskin for my very first reviews. There you go. I got over that pretty quick though. That didn't last too long.
0: So can I talk about one more thing, and then, then we'll take a quick break, and then I can hand over to you for some of your topics. Sure, yeah, please. So a couple of field notes related items. So um, good friend of the show, um, we all know our show mascot by now, Kununi Renashin. She sent me, and um, she got hold of and sent me a field notes international division badge. Remember we were talking about the uh, American tradesman.
1: As the uh, traveling salesman, traveling salesman. That's the one. Yes,
0: that's it. And um, we talk. You were mentioning about badges. They mm-hmm. did an yep. international division badge, and I now have one thanks to her.
1: That is cool. That's cool because yeah, when I was reading reading up about them and researching them, it said you know they did them for different regions of the U.S. Like I got a Southeast whatever it said, and uh, they didn't mention that they did an international one. And then when I I uh, I don't know how we got to talk about it, um, she said that. Oh, yeah, when they sent them out, it says international. And I was like, that is, that, that's really well done on, on their part. I mean, that's, that's those extra things that, you know, not everyone notices, but that's, that's pretty impressive yeah, that was, they would take the time to do that.
0: I was very happy about that. That's cool. Um, so, also, we have a very new friend of the show <laughs> <laughs> um, who goes by the name of Tofa Surovek. Yes. Um, and he is at TOFA on Twitter and I'll put his i put a link to his blog in the show notes. He got in touch and said that he had a selection of field notes books that he wasn't using um and was willing to send some over. So um I think he sent this to me and then I quickly alerted you. I don't mm-hmm. know if you took advantage of it, I'll find out in a moment, I'm sure. But um I was able to get my hands on and I now have here two raven's wing field notes which make me a very very happy camper indeed.
1: That's awesome and uh definitely the um oh, the the jealousy is already spawned on on Twitter from uh, some of our Twitter friends. Uh, Mr. Hackett is uh is is very upset at you right now yep. for acquiring those. <laughs> But uh, what what are your thoughts on those? Because that's probably one of the top two or three ones, in my opinion. It's probably top two, honestly. They're, they're just beautiful.
0: They are yeah. just, just stunning. I don't think I'll I, – I don't know what it will take for me to use this.
1: Right. That's tough, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I would be very surprised if I can think of something that another Field Notes book couldn't just be used for, you know? <laughs> So I, I think I mentioned this before, but I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be um, buying a colors edition next time around. Like, so the next just, time that they have something,
1: mm-hmm. um, just go ahead and man up and subscribe instead of dealing with the one-off yeah type of stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: I think that's fair because you go. I mean, you get you get two two of the three packs, right? Mm-hmm. It's two, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think you get for two. your subscription, two per.
0: And what's great about Topher is because now I look inside now because I've become that sort of person. And he was in the original 15,000 of these.
1: Mm-hmm. So exactly.
0: he was in the color subscription. So Topher, thank you very much for getting in touch. And I know that – I think that we both sort of tweeted out and I saw a follow-up tweet from him. And basically, his whole collection that he was willing to send off is practically gone now. So.
1: It, it was and – Unbelievably generous thing that uh Topher did. And I'm, I'm very appreciative. I was able to get um some Mackinac Autumn and packet full of sunshine um uh, ones that I did not have before. Um so it, w- it was cool to add those to the collection. And um he was you know he, he 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 was so generous. In fact, he he made like a spreadsheet out and said, here's what I have, here's how many I have, and you tweeted out to everybody and said tell me what you want and then about i don't know an hour or t- about two hours later he tweeted out a picture he had like a stack of six or eight envelopes he was getting ready to mail out i yeah, i thought that was pretty cool and um you know i was i was i was very happy uh very happy camper uh to get those and uh we definitely re- definitely appreciate it tofer it he, was a uh, very even, very cool thing
0: he even threw in a black wing pencil and a sarasa clip in my
1: yeah same well. here same here i got that too i forgot about that uh Just, i love those pencils i mean i'm not a pencil guy at all and i've I've talked to some of my pencil friends and that's a that's another episode down the line that we're gonna that we yeah. talked about doing a, a wood case pencil that is that is an awesome pencil i Just, don't want to ever
0: take. use it i think it looks stunning i don't want to ever use
1: it if you took that to work one day and committed to that and not using any of your other pens or fountain pens, just use that pencil all day. You would be very happy. I promise you. It's, really? It's, it's it's really good. It's a good pencil.
0: That's very interesting to say that. That's a very yeah. And it's I, got
1: a it, it's got a very different feel to it, and I, I enjoyed writing with it.
0: I don't want to use it. <laughs> this is something about it. It just looks fantastic.
1: Yep. So thank you, Dofer. That was, um, that was great. We, uh, I know we both really appreciate that. And I'm sure the, the other people that you sent some out to uh, greatly appreciate it as well. Indeed, indeed.
0: <laughs> so um, shall we talk about Squarespace and come back? Do you know we're already half an hour in? Good.
1: Yeah, we, we've probably got another half an hour of just rambling. So, yeah, let's, we, uh, we let's very do it. likely do. So,
0: of course, this episode is brought to you by those fine folks over at squarespace.com who give you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website. So you will know by now that Squarespace give you a fantastic range of tools for building your own website, blog, or portfolio. They take care of um, domains for you, hosting, design, scaling, page building, um, cus- uh, award-winning customer support iOS apps built-in analytics they have the whole shebang but what I want to tell you about today is something new that Squarespace has so going along with all of these fantastic features that allow you to build an amazing website Squarespace have just launched Squarespace commerce which is incredible so you can take any new Squarespace site or existing Squarespace site and turn it into a commerce site It's never been easier to start selling something online. Squarespace Commerce lets you add a fully integrated store to your website and instantly start accepting payments. They've partnered with Stripe to accept payments and you can sell anything. You can easily add a store to the site and start selling both physical and digital goods immediately. They've They've looked at every part of the store management service and they've taken care of it all made it totally painless. You can manage your inventory straight in Squarespace if you're selling physical goods. Um, You can process all of your customer orders. You can print packing slips for sending stuff out in the post. Customize emails. You can have codes, like download codes can be generated um, for digital goods and much, much more. They have... Fantastic settings that let you quickly set up multiple shipping methods if you need to do that. Um, tax rules, coupons, and much, much more. These can all be painlessly integrated into your site. They've thought of absolutely everything, and it's, I'm blown away. When I saw this launch, I was absolutely blown away. It's just another reason. To use Squarespace for your website, it's like you know we were mentioning Tofa. He could have set up a page, or Brad, you could do this. I know we've been talking about your um, Field Notes page. If you ever wanted to sell any, now you could set it up and sell them straight into Squ- with Squarespace. It's very impressive. So, hey, go on, Brad. What was you gonna say?
1: No, I'm 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 completely jacked about this product. Um, you know, I, we've talked for. A long time about, you know, me getting into the pen business and things like that. And, you know, let's just say, you know, I'm never going to be a full on store, at least not anytime soon. And, but I've always wanted to to get into a few things. And, and this, this definitely has the wheels turning. Let's just say many emails have been sent and many sketches have been done. And, and it's all because (laughs) Squarespace launched this, this, this product. And I, I didn't see it coming. I knew there was something coming, an announcement coming. And when it came, I was really taken aback by it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is perfect!" So yeah, I didn't you know, see this coming. This is I don't have incredible. I don't have it turned on or active yet, but give me a few months and and we'll see. I'm I'm pretty excited about it.
0: So Squarespace starts um, at 10... uh, Actually, go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels. You can start your free trial there, and you can also find out more about Squarespace Commerce as well. Squarespace plans start at $10 a month for their standard plan, $20 a month for their unlimited plan. If you sign up for a year, you'll automatically get 20% off. If you sign up for two years, you'll get 25% off that price. There are some additional fees um, for Squarespace Commerce, which you can find out more about on their site. If you decide to purchase for Squarespace, use enter an offer. Use click enter an offer code below the pricing information at checkout. Use the code seventy decibels two, and you will get an additional ten percent off your first order. So go check out Squarespace. Everything you need to make an amazing website. So I believe it is your
1: turn now, sir. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna continue on the field notes bandwagon, and we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a live uh, package opening here because I've got uh, I made another trade with the uh, the same lady I made a trade with uh, a few weeks back where I got that purple XOXO, um, edition and you know that orange um, DDC design factory floor and the Renegade pencils one.
0: All the ones um, that we were very jealous. Mm-hmm. All the ones that we are very jealous about.
1: Yeah, so I I talked to her, um, and I I had a couple more editions she wanted. Um, I had the Balsam Fur, the original um, Colors Edition Balsam Fur, and I want to circle back on that, uh, Mike, so don't let me forget that that I I need to make a comment on that, and I will. And the Threadless, there was a – the t-shirt company Threadless did a – special edition where they had grids and they kind of overlaid like a little t-shirt logo so you could do your t-shirt designs on there. So I had a pack of that. She wanted both of those. So I traded her. Um, She sent me, I know I've got, I'm trying to remember what I traded her, which is why I just got this out the mailbox before um, before the episode, literally five minutes, I said, "Well, I'll just wait and hold this and open it on there because there's something in here that I hope's in here that I'm going to be pretty excited about if it's in here." So, hang on, I'm literally cutting open the envelope as we speak. I'm pretty sure there's some Mackinac Autumn in here, which I'm happy about, but there's something else that I hope I'm going to find.
0: See here. Anticipation. I so,
1: know, oh, sorry. She, it's uh, very excellent packaging here. So let's see. I'm getting there. <laughs> this is exciting, radio. I'm very excited, said. actually.
0: This is the most elaborate packaging system of all time.
1: Oh, there we go. I got it. So what I have in my grubby little hands, aside from the Mackinac Autumn, I have a single Butcher Orange (gasps) and a single Butcher Blue
0: Um,
1: field notes. Wow. pretty cool.
0: Wow, Those are pretty cool. that's awesome. So they're the first two, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, 2009 Field Notes brand special Butcher Extra Blue edition of 1500. 1500? And, and the orange is wow. a Butcher Orange limited retail edition of 3000. So, so the that's original, pretty awesome.
0: You've got the original of the blue and the retail edition of the orange. Yep. That's yep. awesome, man.
1: That's awesome. And she also sent me a Raven's wing, which we didn't even discuss, which, um, you know what, Mr. Hackett, if you're listening to this podcast, I will send that to you, sir. Oh, uh, look at you. Because I did not know that was coming, did not expect it, and, uh, I know he would like one of these, so I will send that to him. Well, cool. That's awesome. I, I, she said she was going to surprise me, and I kind of knew what was coming, and she generally told me, but, you know, since I've never seen them, and never, never had one in my hand, so I'm pretty happy with this, so, uh. Thank you, Pauline. That's that's pretty cool. So will you use those? I will not use those. No. For sure. for sure. I've been thinking about, like,
0: as I collect my free packs, just to at least keep one of each. On mm-hmm. And I wish I would have done that, because I have some Norvalese, and I think that <laughs> you sent me, and I've used them mm-hmm. both, and I wish I wouldn't have done that.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of came to that realization late in the game, yeah. where... I never ordered less than two, three packs. So, I mean, you know the the idea behind is behind these is to use them to write things down. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you know, if you've so got, if you've got a
0: couple, like you sent me two of them, and I used them both first because I loved the way that they looked. Mm-hmm. But now I wish I would have at least kept one of them, and mm-hmm. then you know, mm-hmm. so I just will always have one of each edition as just a part of, to build my own personal collection. Yep. Because I yep, now so have, I have stacks of these books all over my desk now. Exactly, exactly. I shot a little Vine video, which I'll put in the show notes too of my my collection. But uh, okay. this, this was before I got the uh, the Raven's Wings. So.
1: Yeah, so so should I do Vine? I, I've I've been sorry, I've been uh, avoiding sorry. it for. Like, I, I just don't need another time suck. But like for things like showing off a new pen or a notebook, it's it's awfully dang convenient.
0: For that, yes, there could be some benefit to it. Yeah,
1: um, I don't know. I've been I've been avoiding it on purpose. It's, I mean, it's I, don't, not- I don't have time for lots of things, and that's probably one of them.
0: <laughs> it's nothing sort of crazy, to be honest. It's a bit like yeah.
1: you know, whatever. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. We'll see. Maybe I'll. uh do something with these new Field Notes. So um, so I said, let me get back to the balsam fir. And this isn't specifically for the balsam fir, but it's something I've been tracking over the last few weeks. Ever since we first started talking about the Field Notes special editions, I guess back in December, we did our Field Notes episode. And then Field Notes themselves came out a few weeks back, you know, with their own videos going through each each different um, release over the years since they first started doing the color subscriptions um, in the past I'd say the past three or four weeks maybe maybe even longer, I've been tracking the eBay auctions for field notes you know and back in December there was nothing coming up no none of the out-of-print editions, none of the rare editions, anything. You know, there might be something once in a blue moon, you know, like a packet of sunshine will show up and, you know, it would get a few bids and it would sell and then, you know, a northerly edition might pop up. I mean, this is like once every two or three weeks something might show up. Now, all of a sudden, it's full bore, out-of-print editions left and right and they're going for pretty good money. I mean, there's not... There's hardly one that goes by that's not going for fifty dollars for a three pack.
0: I've just gone on eBay here. Um ebay.co.uk. Mm-hmm. And the neon ones?
1: Yeah, uh summer camp.
0: Seven ninety five.
1: Are they still available? Um it's possible. They were available a few months ago. They might have stopped selling them. I can't remember.
0: Because okay. if they weren't say seven pound ninety five is quite a- <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's real good. And there was there was actually two editions of those. There was an early edition that's already gone, that's long gone. I haven't seen those for sale in ages. But there was a newer edition, which is what I believe is called Summer Camp, um, which I have
0: Neon Ice Pops.
1: Mm-hmm. You will have to send me the link just to be sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you go on um, eBay right now, and I'm not looking at it, but I mean, there's Balsam Fir, and there's um, dry transfer edition and the packet of sunshine and you know i 'm actually i'm recognizing some of the names of the people on twitter who who collect these or now since are selling them who have extras are selling them on there um, The market for these has gone pretty mm-hmm. berserk, which I find interesting um you know they they they're priced for what the 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 market dictates right but uh, I, the the level of Engagement now on field notes collecting has kind of gone through the roof um, and it's it 's interesting to watch i i, I don 't know if it 's fun to watch because now all these old editions that you know I might have wanted to buy or trade for are now going for like crazy money like the the balsam fur and the threadless packs that I just traded for these ones they both sold in the past week for over fifty dollars each and I wanted to make a comment on the balsam fur specifically is if you're getting into this, you need to know, you know, understand what you're buying because just on eBay right now, there's two balsam fur editions. There's one from the color subscription edition. And you can tell that by the the red and white band um around the books. And there's one from the retail edition, which just has a black and white band. And you know, people who are listing these items don't realize that. I, I don't think, or, you know, either that or they're trying to get over on you. There's there's differences between um, color subscription editions and retail editions, just like my butcher orange that we're talking about. If this was the color subscription butcher orange, it would say a fifteen hundred. So, but I'm happy. I'm happy to have any butcher orange since I have zero. So I'm. I knew ahead of time what I was getting. If you're thinking you're getting the color subscription edition, you know, just by looking up balsam fir and, and purchasing the one that's, you know active on eBay right now, you you may not be getting exactly what you think. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just need to just make sure you have all the information, I guess is all I'm trying to say. That that was the the balsam fur made me made me think of that when I saw two separate editions up there. And um you know just if, if people are getting into this and I haven't bought any from eBay um, but you know know what you're as with anything else know what you're buying do your homework um, you know, question why the band is black and white when you see the pictures of the other ones that are red and cream color. So there, there's a difference. So anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up because the, uh, you know, I saw an American tradesman with the white pencil. You know, we talked about was the the last run of pencils, and there's American tradesmen with the red pencils. It, it's amazing the stuff that's popping up there now that this is field notes collecting has now become a thing apparently, and um, you know, maybe we had a little role to play in that. Not that I'm. Necessarily happy about that, but it, it it is what it is, and you know it's 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 ramped up big time here in the past month. And um, if you're looking for something, go on eBay. They're there. I recognize some of the sellers. If you have any questions, let me know.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get. I am going to buy now on eBay. Um, the uh, day game edition. Mm-hmm. £7.95 a free postage. Yeah. That's a steal. £7.95. Yeah. That's stupid and I would get them from Field Notes.
1: Yep. So yeah, that's good.
0: So that's bought now. Good. Um, yeah, so um, I think that, you know, I'm sure that most people have, but if for any reason you haven't watched that video, uh, that was where I think we both learnt. Um, quite a lot about what you what you, what to look for with the differences in the editions, right?
1: Yeah, all these years of me buying field notes, I never knew that they listed that information in the back cover. I, I don't know why. I've just never registered to even check something like that. But they've done it since day one, as evidenced by these, you know, butcher blue editions. I mean, that was the second edition they ever made, and it's right there in the back. That's not something they came along and did later so you know on any non-standard edition they have it printed right there in the back which is you know gives you all the information you need but you know if it's a sealed if it's a sealed up three pack you're not going to know either right so you got to take into account the other things like they talk about in those videos where you know the band is going to be different um, most of the time from the color subscription edition to the um, retail edition so and you definitely won't be getting the accessories with it as well with the retail edition, like the pencils, the carpenter pencils on the American Tradesman and the buttons with the traveling salesman and all those different one off things. So anyway, just wanted to make people aware if you were into the field notes collecting and are going the eBay route, just uh just pay attention. Just yeah. like, like with anything else.
0: Exactly. Like I'm I don't know if I'm going to be getting with this pack here. I probably won't be getting the book, but that doesn't bother me. Right. I just love the colors that these books are in. Um, yep. And, what, what and I like happen?
1: those because they're dot gridded too. That's the one of the only ones I think they've done. That's dot grid.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. And I did the same thing as you did. They, they did the exact same thing. I didn't really care for the book. Um, even though I'm a huge baseball nerd, Um I, I bought the just the regular three pack edition like the retail edition of those and I love the the colors that they did and the dots so yeah
0: I like the the white with the red
1: exactly that's my favorite too so the baseball one
0: so yeah that's cool so um what else have we got
1: you got another new pen
0: yeah I did so this this is all this is really awesome so um I'm gonna see if I'm gonna get this guy's name as opposed to just his Twitter name because I I don't just like you know this person says to have their name read out in the air so um, their Twitter account is like probably like Junior Martz Junior it's John Martin Mm -hmm. Um, and he is an American gentleman and a very kind soul who totally out of the blue said I have a a Twisby 540 um, and I want to send it to you and I was like Okay, great. So I am now the proud owner of a Twisby 540 in um, ice blue, I think is the color. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Dowdy. Boy, oh boy. Did I make a mistake? Oh, Sapphire it is. (laughs) Did I make a mistake not getting one of these sooner?
1: Yeah, I've I've said it before in this podcast and to you personally. If there was one pen that I knew Mike Hurley would fall for head over heels without question blindly purchasing a pen, it would have been the Twisby five forty. I would have guaranteed I would've bet any amount of money that you would have really taken to this pen.
0: And it's my own foolishness really for for wanting to get the one that you had, because I like the colors of it the most. And Mm -hmm. then letting that go by when I could have actually bought it one day. And then just not picking up another one like a crazy person. So not only is that, I mean, this is like just all of this is obviously awesome. But what makes John even more awesome is that he knows that I would have loved to have obviously a a broad nib. And this is a broad nib. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. So let me tell you about what I love about it. I love the way it looks. For a pen which is clearly plastic, it is weighted so well. It is. It's real nice. So and I assume that's because of the mechanism inside. It's like a piston mechanism.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a piston filler. Which is also
0: awesome. So all you do is you just dip, you sort of screw the end, dip into the ink and screw it again on the other end. It just fills up with ink. Yep. But there is one problem. I have one problem this is one mm-hmm. of the things I need. I need your help, dear listeners. I I am currently using um, Noodler's Heart of Darkness. It's the only ink that I have. I have a Mont Blanc ink, but I can't imagine that's actually that good quality, thinking back. Um, especially not as good as like the little stuff that we find now. But, yeah, I have this. I have Noodler's Heart of Darkness. That is the only bottled ink that I own. And I'm having serious problems with the amount of time it's taking to dry. With, it being, with, with this being a broad nib, it's, it's laying down quite a thick, wet line, mm-hmm. um, which, being a left-handed person, is an issue for me. So I need an ink that dries fa- like really fast. So I am petitioning to you, dear listeners of The Pen Addict, I want to know a good ink that dries quick that's practically all I want um, and then I am sure that once I have this ironed out I will have found my favorite pen of all time hmm that's it's, awesome it's from the moment I inked it and put it to the page it was perfect like the 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 actual way it writes is ink just to everything I want in a fountain pen this writes exactly like that Um, and i have in all honesty i've had this same issue with noodlers before when i've used noodlers in a converter i also find it to not dry quick enough Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and i don't know if that's just 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 the heart of darkness or if that's all noodlers but it doesn't and it might right-handed people might not notice this but i am having serious issues
1: with it yeah it's it's definitely not all noodlers i can tell you that in the few that i've tested some drive faster than the others and um you know you asked me this question offline and I didn't really have a great answer for you. So we, we definitely want to hear, um, some responses. Um, I I know there's some that are, are specifically made, um, you know, to be quick drying and, uh, back to John Martin, he also sent me uh, a couple of ink samples that I I have yet to test. uh, One of them being Noodler's X feather, um, which I need to, to try out. So, um, yeah, let us know what your quickest drying ink is. Mm -hmm. Because um, I, th- I think we'd both be in- interested in, in something like that, um, as would um, our listeners.
0: Yeah, and, and this is the thing that like you mentioned to me that it might be expensive. Basically, if I will take your recommendations, and if you tell me this is definitely what I need, and it's like 20 30 $40 a bottle, I will pay it.
1: Yeah, I guess what, what I was relating to you is, you know, what what I've seen from these roshizuku inks is they dry relatively quickly. I don't know that they're the fastest or quickest drying ink, but you know they're probably double the cost of the same size bottle of, a, say, a Noodlers or, or some other thing. So that was just the the point I was making. And in, in, um, you know, like you're like you're saying, you know, um, price price is no object in in, in this uh, endeavor.
0: No, because this is about me finding an ink that's going to last me for a long time and give me great satisfaction from a, yep. from a pen. I mean, and if it is, I mean, if you if people if if I get recommendations of the, oh, I can't say it, to Brad.
1: Eroshizuku.
0: Eroshizuku. I mean, there's so many colors. Again, let me know if there's a specific color that you've used, because for all mm. I know, different colors have different drying properties
1: they do yeah they'll definitely need to be specific on color and they will people who are into that and worry about things like dry time they will be very specific i can assure you
0: and i know that we have some listeners that know this information so please don't be shy this is important to me right now (laughs) because i'm now you i'm using it like i'm you basically it has been um, promoted to my work pen and that is the most important pen that i own so the wow. pen, because th- this is where I do my writing, um, and I've actually found myself recently moving away from fountain pens at work and going back to the tornado. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this has sold me because it's a joy to write with. Um, I just need I I just need a better ink than what I'm currently using. Heart of Darkness is a fantastic color. It's and it is very beautiful actually. Even though it's just black, it's such a deep black. It's absolutely fantastic, and I've used it in other pens, and it has worked. But, like, for example, in my medium Lamis, it's much more manageable. Um, right. And in the Praera as well, it's much more manageable. But in this broad line, it's too. it takes far too long to dry. Like, I have to leave my – I can't turn pages in my notebooks. Ah, uh, yeah. You know?
1: So it's it's a really taken a long time.
0: Yeah, it's taken a long time. So, um, yeah, I, I need something, and I need it quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> please, please just tell me. I mean, basically, if somebody gets back to me tomorrow, I will buy probably buy it, and then we'll end up spending hundreds by the end of the week because I'm going to keep buying these things. But I need I need good recommendations from people for a, a good quick-drying ink. If you are left-handed, then you must get in touch with me because you will yep. understand my plight. Um, you can email us, 70decibels.com forward slash contact, or I'm on Twitter and app.net, I-M-Y-K-E, and you will have my eternal gratitude. So you have one more thing before we finish today, right?
1: I do, and um, this is a pen that I'll I'll probably be talking about more, and I haven't reviewed yet, but it's one I I just finalized a transaction for, a very cool pen. I tweeted out a picture yesterday, and honestly, it was a pen I did not know existed. Um, The way I came about it is, you know, everyone knows my love for my pilot vanishing point my black mat vanishing point and had a reader and a listener um who found one in his desk um or found a fountain pen in his desk basically he didn't totally know exactly what it was and he did some research online and came across my black mat vanishing point and he said hey you know i found this pen i probably got it you know 10 or more years ago as a graduation president, I've I've never used it. It was just right on around on my desk. I don't have the original box or paperwork or anything. And then he said, I saw it looks a lot like the, the vanishing point that you have. So he sent me some pictures of it. And it's this really cool, old-style Namiki vanishing point. And the way the old-style ones were designed is the nib is more integrated into the barrel design, I guess is the right way to put it. Um, it's very obvious. All the old vanishing points have this style. But what's unique about this one is it's a black barrel. It's faceted, which is, you know, like um, like your Twisby. You know, it's kind of got the ridges on there, but it's just like straight lines. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how to explain this it. it's like hexagonal, but it's it's called faceted barrel. Um, it's just got ridges on it as you look around it. Um And this, what makes this one unique is that the clip and the knock are also black. Um, They made a, I think they made the normal release of it was the clip was silver and the knock was silver, but this one's fully black obviously except for, for the nib. So I was, I was pretty happy to, to one, see this pen and two be able to buy this pen um, from this reader. And um, it, the, we'll definitely talk more about it because i got to do a review on it because it is so different hmm. than the vanishing point that we have right now. I, I couldn't even do it justice explaining it. But it's the first thing I can tell you is it's made mm. out of plastic instead of brass. Oh, wow. So it's lighter weight. It's narrower in diameter. Um, and it's just a really unique pen. Um,
0: I you know, people, remember A lot of people
1: prefer this model over the yeah. current models that we use.
0: I remember when you were originally looking for this pen. This was the one you were looking for. I remember us talking about this.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yep. So, um it's cool. I I'm a little scared to use it <laughs> cuz it's so much lighter than my other one. I don't want to ding it up. My other one's I use my other one so much. It's all dinged and and you know, it's got it's got character now. You know, I I enjoy using the pens. I don't I don't want to ever you know, we talk about field notes and you know, putting away one pack and using one pack. I don't ever want to get to the point where I'm buying fountain pens and not using them, you know what I mean? Like I do. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I don't want to get to the point where I don't want to spend, you know, $800 on some rare Mont Blanc and it just sit, yes, you know, in a display yes. case.
0: Yeah, if if I'm going to spend, it's got to be an amount that I'm comfortable with if I don't think I'm going to use it, you know, and that's too much.
1: Yeah, or dinging it up or whatever, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I'm my opinion is always subject to change, but you know, the pens I buy right now, I I really want to use. And I've been kind of, I've been kind of chicken on, on using this one and, you know, and really giving it a, giving it a full go. But, um, it it came with a, um, medium nib and I'm actually going to try something with this nib. I think I might get it, um, I might get it worked on and reshaped. So we'll see how that goes. That's Mm a, that's a plan for another day i haven't really thought it out but that it'd be interesting to try but anyway that's my that's my latest pen and you can you that that image in uh in twitter i can find for you if you haven't already and we'll we'll put it uh, in the show notes but you'll be seeing more of it because i'll i'll do a review and comparing the the old version vanishing point to the new version vanishing point both of them are the black stealth editions um and it's uh it's crazy how different these two pens are they they barely seem related, other than the, uh, than the retractable mechanism on them. So it's pretty cool. I'm I'm real happy with it. It's an it's a really neat pen.
0: I uh, found your image and I've put it in the show notes. Thank you. It's very different looking. It is. I would like if you, when you review it, if you could take some of those images that you originally took, where you show the pen nib retracting into the body, because I don't know if I know exactly what you mean when you say it was more integrated.
1: No, I'm so, I was saying I, I, I may have misspoke. I may have, the clip is integrated
0: uh, into the
1: body, not the nib. I, I may have, did I I must have misspoken there. Is the clip more comfortable? Uh, I would say it is. Yeah. I don't know how well you can see it in that picture. That was with my iPhone. It was kind of dark, but you can see, you know, on the regular vanishing point we have, you know, it kinda of, it's looks like the, the clip is like bolted on, right? And in this one it's built into the design of the pen.
0: It also it looks of, like the clip starts much later down the barrel. Yes. Yeah. So it's moved down.
1: It, it's moved down a fraction, right.
0: I can imagine this one being a lot more comfortable to hold. hmm
1: mm-hmm. And it's I'll do some weights if I can find my on my little scale, um, it, it's yeah. got to weigh half as much. It, you would be shocked to pick up this pin if you're used to the other one.
0: It really kind of—I mean, you, I'm sure you will come to this conclusion, but it looks to me like they actually went backwards mm-hmm. and made it less comfortable. Because I think it—I think that the vanishing point is too heavy for long periods of time, and the clip is awkward. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and it seems like this version may have been better for that but i'm sure you will let us know if that's the case or not
1: yeah i mean a lot of people swear by this this version with the uh the more built-in style clip yep and there, i mean there's tons available you can you can buy these all day long in this design maybe not necessarily the exact style that i have but this design of vanishing point they're available constantly
0: hmm.
1: you know they're on, they only stopped making them i think in the 90s so they're um they're pretty readily available. You know, they still and you can still get them. They're still around the same price, you know, between say 100 and 150 dollars in that range, you can find one of this style vanishing points somewhere. You know, eBay, Fountain Pen Network, something. I mean, they're pretty pretty easy to come by. Cool. Yep. Very happy with it. So, now I just got to uh need to start using it or get the nib worked on and something like that. Because the medium nib is, this thing is like butter smooth. It's like I almost don't want to mess with it. But I'm just not a, I'm just not an all day, every day medium nib writer. I just won't use it as much if it is. Um, so I want to, I want to see if I can get this converted into a stub nib, and I'm going to take it to uh, the pen show when I go and see what the possibilities are.
0: Cool, cool. That sounds exciting. I want you to do that because I am excited. To hear what that process is like
1: yeah well i'm definitely taking my Lamy 2000 so and i think i might tack this on there now that now that i have bought it so yeah it'll be uh it'll be a, a interesting uh, conversation I'll, I'll be learning a lot from that experience
0: indeed yep. great stuff so um there's a few ways you can get in touch with us I've already mentioned some of it, but um, you can get in touch with Brad by going to um, thepenaddict.com dot or penaddict.com. and you are thepenaddict at gmail.com, right? To email you, yes. And you are Dowdy d o w d y on app dot net. I am I Mike i m y k e on app dot net and Twitter. Brad is Dowdyism d o d sorry d o w d y i s m. On Twitter. Um, thank you very much for listening to uh, this episode. I think this has been a fantastic episode Brad, so thank you. Thank you. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye.